Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It is Friday and I'm back with another episode of TGIF. We are spilling the tea and bringing down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Hey, hey, and please welcome Funky Donny. Hey, Q. What's going on, everybody? Oh, y'all kind of color coordinated today. Okay, I see y'all. <laughs> y'all call y'all FaceTime each other last night? No, I ain't talking now. Really? Huh. I thought y'all talked a lot. Okay. All right. Well, what y'all drinking on tonight? What y'all doing? Y'all know me, baby. I'm just, you know, in the spirit of positivity and trying to elevate to a higher level and have my chakras aligned. I am unlocking my better self. And so, you know, that, that's gotten us five days. And so now I'm working on getting us five years. So I'm going to continue to unlock my better self. <laughs> you know, what's funny you know, it's one little bump in, in the days. Not little, it's actually big. And he already getting brand new. Uh, Al, pretty soon he's going to be coming to work with a British accent, heading right. with, with a little lap dog, sunglasses, right, York right. show. I can just see where this is going already. Not the British accent. Black people get rich, they start talking with a British accent. Okay, Al, what you sipping on? I'm locking. I'm locking my better self. I'm doing a Long Island iced tea for tonight. So well, you trying to be what might come out of my mouth? You're trying to be ratchet. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you over thirty five and you still drink Long Island iced tea, you just you just ratchet to your bone. <laughs> That is the ratchet drink. When I first came out of the closet, I used to go to the gay club. My uh, The minute I got in the club, I would go straight to the bar. I would get one shot of tequila in a long island. And 45 minutes later, baby, I was shirt off on the dance floor. Kissing somebody's son. That long Make it out in the bathroom. I, I do feel like when, I, when people order Long Islands, I'm like, they going through something or they just gave up? Right. <laughs> All of the above. How about yeah. that? So I'm in Denver. Uh, I did the Daily Blast show today, and I'm here with Erica Cobb. I'm doing her podcast. She's doing it live now, so they had nice. me come in and do both shows. And tonight, the, her podcast, the theme is is making a comeback. You know, after we get knocked down in life and coming back. So I will definitely drop all the details when it drops and y'all can check it out. Soulmates, please check it out. Please support Erica Cobb. She's super dope. I love her and she's amazing. And so they gave me some wine tonight. So, okay. Hey, hey, hey. All right. We like to wish our soulmates a happy Juneteenth and a happy Father's Day. All right, y'all. Are y'all excited to uh, start this five days a week? Q, I know you say you a rich white woman. You do not like working more than an hour or two hours a week. Mm -hmm. So now you got five hours. How are you feeling? You got anxiety? Are you, uh, I, you know what? So if keeping it 100% real, I am excited for the possibilities, right? But, you know, I am a little nervous, y'all. I have not worked five days a week in over 13 years since I was, uh, since I got fired from my last accounting job. That was the last time I worked five days a week. So this is definitely going to be, um, a culture shock for me because so much of my identity is tied to being free and not having to work. So I, I'm definitely, I'm working this out with my therapist. I'm talking it over with friends. I do have a little bit of nervous energy, but we're going to be all right. In, in all fairness, us being five days a week, it really boils down to five hours of work and a half hour check-in before the show. So it's really, we talking like eight hours a week. 
I wish that was the case for me, not for me, because you guys know I, I'm nosy, so I'll be doing a lot of research. So I spent more hours. But you know what? I'm excited about the five days because I really believe that we're going to be able to show all of our skill sets. You know, we're going to get more funky in his and his funniness, more of you and your comedic timing and quickness, thought and, you know, and, and more of me. I just I'm excited about it. And I think it's, it's going to lead to nothing but better things. All I know is I ordered a whole bunch of brand new clothes from Fashion Open Sheen. So I need an influencer deal with y'all. I bought a whole bunch of $10 shirts. I, I got to put my order in too, y'all. So <laughs> y'all see me repeating shirts and blouses. Just work with me. Just work with me. All the boosters, all right? Anybody who go in the store and steal, I'm talking about the 90s boosters who show up to your house and sell the shirts for 50% off the tag price. And see, y'all newfangled boosters, y'all be trying to do 70% and shit. And if you come at me with that 70%, I'm calling the DA's office to tell them. All right? I am calling all the boosters. And you know what? I know I talk about the girls that wear fake designer clothes and fake bags. For all the girls that got the replicas that look good on television, slide in my DMs. I'm ready to spin. Me too. <laughs> Me too. All right, y'all, let's get into the topics. We have a whole bunch of messiness to talk about. Now, YK Osiris issued a public apology for sexually assaulting rapper Sukiana. YK Osiris wrote, in an attempt to be playful, I misread the moment and violated Sukiana's boundaries. I understand the importance of consent, and I'm embarrassed by my behavior. I take full responsibility and I have made um, multiple attempts to apologize. I have the utmost admiration for Sukiana. And it was never my intent to disrespect her. Now, for those who don't know, Osiris began rubbing Sukiana's shoulders at a public event before proceeding to grab her face and force a kiss on her mouth. Now, do you think it's challenging for men to respect a sex positive woman like Sukiana? Do you think it's difficult or confusing for them? Alex, go to you first. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's hard. And plus, I got to see the entire clip, which there was back and forth of them flirting. And, and, and she was, you know, trash talking and he was liking it and he misinterpreted, you know, she is a sex positive brand that talks about giving head and eating booty hole. So when there's a misinterpretation, I can see how and why that happens. Now, this is the issue here, because originally I was going to extend him grace. But when, you know, today, one of his old assistants has come forward and has alleged, an alleged former employee of his, a female, has alleged and exposed her personal experience with his sexual misconduct with her. Not to mention, this has also brought back up that 2019 sexual assault, or that, not a sexual assault, the assault on his girlfriend, which, you know, obviously was dropped in 2021. So I'm just saying, these are the facts only. You guys can determine what you feel about it. Isn't what, didn't he have some allegations? Did people, were people trying to call him gay before? Do y'all remember that? I'm forty, I child. I, I don't know nothing. About I mean, that. I think Claudia. I remember something about that. I, right, I was. I, I, it got me thinking and alleged, it's all alleged. I was wondering if because of that is sometimes, sometimes people overcompensate with mass, what they deem masculine and sexually aggressive with women to how they think straight men should behave. Not saying he is, I don't really know anything about his sexuality, but I was just wondering, it just made me think about that. I, don't know, I just kind of crossed my mind. Like, hmm, Q, what do you think about this? You know what? I, I, um, find it in my heart to extend grace in this situation. I'm not going to do that song and dance with his past if we can overlook the things that Chris Brown does and constantly scream, leave him alone, that's in his past. 
He apologized succinctly, thoroughly, both privately and publicly. And Sukiyana accepted it. And she acknowledged publicly that she accepted it. As far as I'm concerned, and as far as this case is concerned, there is nothing else to talk about. I and you can't be more upset about the situation than the person it happened to. I think he learned his lesson. I think the people watching may have learned. And I hope moving forward that this young man conducts himself in a manner that's fitting of a man and an entertainer. I, I am extending him grace as well, because I, I believe in the video, she said she was talking about turning him out before that. And there was some, there was some talk that like Al said some trash talking. And I will say outside of this, I've always seen him to be, he seemed like he's a nice guy that kind of gets picked on a lot. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I got from him. All right. So moving on, it looks like John Amos is accusing his daughter, Shannon Amos of elder abuse and financial exploitation. Now this news is strange because it comes after Shannon made a GoFundMe for the actor claiming that he was enduring abuse and financial exploitation by someone else. However, Amos is now saying that he believes his daughter has taken advantage of him and that he and his daughter had ongoing issues before his entry into the hospital queue. Let's go to you first. What do you think about this story? Do you think he, you know, I don't do think he is just beefing with his daughter. Do you think he has dementia? What do you think about this? You know, it's funny because the daughter was saying one thing, he was saying another. And I said on a, on a previous show when we talked about it, I'm going to let the son be the tiebreaker because the son is the one who we see on social media is always in his company. The son seems to be stable and level-headed. And the son is basically co-signing what John Amos is saying. He was sitting there with him. It looks like all is on the up and up with John Amos. So the next question we have to ask is what is the daughter's motives? And because she put up the GoFundMe, it's looking as if money may have been the motivation because my whole thing is if your father is being taken advantage of via elder abuse, what are you taking up a donation for? Right. What are you taking up money for? It would seem to me you would be trying to solicit legal advice or a fan that's a lawyer to help you get in contact with the DA or or get power of attorney. But the first thing you ran to was a GoFundMe, which makes things look sketchy. John Amos is of sound mind. He's not giving us any signs that he's got dementia. John Amos is old school. He was James Evans. He ain't letting no woman or no caretaker take advantage of him in his money if there's any left. Because y'all know Norman Lear was screwing the people over with them contracts back in the day. I doubt he's getting any damn residuals. And I doubt whatever he's getting from coming to America or Roots is a whole lot of money. So he might not even have much money to be around here elder abusing. That's here nor there. But him and the son say he's okay. So the daughter needs to fall back. All right, Al. I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I mean, this whole story is disheartening and it makes me just very uncomfortable. Something in the milk ain't clean here. The way that video presented itself with the sun kind of hovering, hovering over him while he's making a statement was borderline creepy to me. And why would you record a conversation for social media with your lawyer and post it? That just, it's just not sitting right with me. And I think you do those types of things when there's something going on that shouldn't. Now, remember the daughter said, listen guys, I've got receipts. So she's got the Colorado Bureau investigations involved in showing that there is in fact a case. So, hey, I say we need to pay attention to this and, 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 and give our soulmates updates as everything starts to unfold. 
on the bright side of this thing, I'm glad elder abuse is getting more attention. My mother rescued an older woman that her bank, there was a, a, a teller at the bank that formed a relationship with a friend of my mom, this older woman. And she had the beginning signs of dementia. She did. She wasn't all the way there. She was very trusting. And she believed people in authority figures, uh, positions, their word was bond. They had her signing over everything. She didn't realize she had signed over her life savings, all of her money, retirement, everything, even down to her silverware. If my mom did not intervene and, and sue, get this woman sued, she would have lost over $300,000. And these people will look these people in the face and act so nice and just take advantage of the beginning of dementia. Cause she's not there yet. She wasn't there yet. And it's, it's sad, but uh, I'm glad this is getting attention. All right, y'all, do you remember the white Starbucks manager in Philadelphia, remember, who had two black men wrongfully arrested? It was all over the internet. Well, after this manager was fired, she filed a discrimination lawsuit and claimed she was fired because she was white. The jury agreed with her and awarded her $25.6 million in damages. At this point, are, are we surprised by these 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 outcomes? Al, what do you think about this? Well, you know, there's something that we need to make very clear. This was not the manager of that Starbucks, okay? In fact, the manager of the Starbucks where the incident happened happened to be a black male. Now, this is where it gets tricky, everybody. This particular woman was a regional manager over 100 stores in Jersey and in Philadelphia. And her boss happened to be a black female. The black female urged her because she looked over all of these uh, managers in the Philadelphia area to, you know, release or fire a white male manager. She had a problem with it because she didn't understand why she didn't have to reprimand the black male manager of this particular store. This is the history behind this, and it even gets more dirtier. And she convinced a jury. She convinced a jury to give her six hundred thousand dollars in compensatory damages and gave her $25 million in punitive damages, which is a precedent that we have not seen in this type of case ever. Now, the funny part is, how is it that Trayvon Martin's family only got a million dollars in that wrongful death through racial discrimination, and this woman gets $25 million? It doesn't sit well with me. I don't like it, and I hope somebody can overturn this. this. More money than the two black men that were that were mistreated at Starbucks. I remember a case where a black man was shot through the garage door and they he had three kids. They gave his family $4. They had the other $4. Like it's the, playing in our faces. Q, what are your thoughts on this? I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't, I don't agree with pulling in the Trayvon Martin reference and pulling in what other black people have gotten um, as far as lawsuits are concerned, because it completely has nothing whatsoever to do with this case. And for our soulmates out there, before y'all get into y'all emotional bag and y'all race bag, this lady was wrongfully fired. Okay. They, they, they needed to make a statement. They needed to fire some white people because the block was hot with race issues. And this had nothing to do with this woman. When I read over the case, essentially she was let go because she was white. And in situations like this, because we oftentimes want justice when we are discriminated against and sue these companies, I have to honor what just happened. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I am looking at their payout and I'm like, that payout is egregious. All right. Like I get the 600,000 and I can get you getting, a, you know, a couple million, one to five, one to three. 
How the hell they came up with 25 million, I do not know. Um, but hey, I mean, you know, I'm the sorry. I, I take I take these types of things very personal. I'm sorry. We get these type, we get fired as black people on the job all the time for stuff like this. I mean, we get fired by by the majority just for being black. I I, I am not and will never support giving her $25 million for being let go. I don't care what the circumstances are. You know, and, and depending on the states that you're in, it definitely has to say, because in Texas, they have caps on all kinds, like the, the discriminate, the, um, the labor laws here and the uh, the laws here when, when it comes to lawsuits, they have caps where you basically have to be raped to get more than $300,000. And it caps, actually it caps out at $300,000. It's ridiculous depending on the state you're in. But I, I do understand, agree with you, Q. It's two different, it's apples and oranges, but it's just the principle of how much they get paid for their pain versus what we get paid for our pain. And it just right. doesn't seem fair, you know? Now, I'm, I'm willing to have that conversation. I'm willing to have that conversation. For sure. Pulling it in and comparing it to Trayvon. And uh, I don't think that's... That's that's too much. Mm, okay, let's get spicy tonight. Coming up <laughs> next, a father faked his own death. This is hilarious. And later, find out what led to a lawyer's arrest. We'll be right back. Welcome back to T Jeff. I hear there's a glitch going on. I think it's a glitch because we have not gotten to 1000 likes on the show and the, the computer <laughs> and the system don't like when we be under a thousand. So it's, it's really y'all's fault. So soulmates, please get in there and hit that button so we can stop these glitches. We can fix it. We can work it out together. All right, y'all. Have you guys ever done anything outrageous to make someone appreciate you more? Like you really pulled a stunt. I haven't pulled a stunt. I've actually like been dumb for friends. So like, keep calling or keep trying to come around or keep trying to, you know, and then, then finally I just realized they don't like you cues. So let's leave them alone. I've done that, but nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. Ow. Yeah. Ow. Okay. Ow. Well, this guy did something pretty outrageous. A father, this is so cruel, faked his own death and a funeral to teach his family and friends a lesson because he felt like they mistreated him. The man said, I never got invited to anything. Nobody sees me. We all grew apart. I felt unappreciated. So he went through the whole act of this. Al, let's go to you first. What do you think about this? That's 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 pseudocide. That's called pseudocide. That's a staged death. I don't like them. I, I mean, it's not illegal to do, by the way, unless you're using it to get fraudulent, to do something fraudulent. It's quite legal in the United States. But honestly, if you have to go to these lengths to make your family respect and cherish you, then you're in the wrong family. You need a whole new family. And you know, and lastly, please, I don't recommend no black families doing this. Sorry to make this a racial thing, but if you did this in my family and we were at a funeral and you came down and said, surprise, we wouldn't be running up to hug you. We'd be running up to beat you down because we took off from work. We stayed up all night cooking for the repairs. <laughs> we barred, had to buy new clothes. We financially went in the hole for a funeral. Mm -hmm. And now you did, you're not dead. Mm -mm, this ain't gonna work. I think this is so mean, but uh, I don't want to give Brian McKnight any ideas. So, you know, he don't fool with the black side. He might try to do this to, to those kids. Q, what you think about this? This is something so, you, you know, would do. Hell no. Hell no. The, <laughs> I, I, I call and cuss my family out, if anything, or, I, or hell, I'm the one staying away from them. So I ain't got that damn problem. Um, the first thing I said when I read this story is 
I hope his mom and dad are not alive, right? That's, that's a very hard pain to put on your mom and dad. And the second thing is, you know, so many of us lack self-awareness. You got to look inside and ask yourself introspectively, why is it? Why is it that people don't like me? Why is it that I'm non-memorable? Why is it that nobody calls? And I mean, maybe you just lame as hell. Maybe people don't like you. Um, because I always tell people, it's not that hard to be in a relationship with people. And when they like you and they love you, they call and they come around. It don't take all of this. And if they were distant before, they're definitely going to be distant after this. And, you know, someone that's been doing the bad to other people, a lot of times they don't even realize. They don't think they're a jerk because maybe he's a narcissist. Maybe he's been mistreating those kids because I couldn't see, you know, like just nobody rocks with him. Nobody invites him to anything. Well, you, you know, his, kids, his wife and his, his wife and kids were in on a prank. So I think that whole family might be weird, to be honest. Either that or they're doing it for TikTok followers because they're you know doing the TikTok the TikTok situation. And I do hate that about this generation, these, these times. We don't know, like, even with us, we're getting stories. A lot of times we find out a lot of the stuff is, is fake because they're trying to pull a stunt and it, it looks really realistic a lot of times. All right, y'all, moving on. Oh, Demi Lovato. Here we go. She's receiving backlash. What, is it they now? Okay, Demi Lovato is receiving backlash after changing her pronouns once again. She readopted the she, her pronouns again and explained that they, them pronouns were exhausting and tiresome. Do you think Demi Lovato is doing too much, Q? Absolutely. Let me tell you something. Demi Lovato, you are a danger to the non-binary non community. You are a danger to the LGBTQ plus community. There is already a hate campaign launched against both communities for people who don't understand the pronoun thing, refuse to understand the pronoun thing. There's a hate campaign launched between people who think some of the things that people are saying are choices, aren't choices. And you are literally the quintessential example of what people try to use when they say people jump in and out of sexuality, in and out of gender. You are doing so much harm to a community that you're really not even a part of. And you don't even feel the negative effects of the community that you're harming. This is white female privilege at its best because you're able to do this and not feel the effects of what it's like to be trans, non-binary for real. Not to mention you are rich and you are popular. Stop. I urge you to stop. This thing is not a souvenir. It's not a toy. You are toying around with people's lives and whether those of y'all out there agree with it or not she needs to stop i agree with you i am so sick and tired of it see it felt very inauthentic it feels like jumping on a bandwagon jumping on a trend jumping on the latest thing to you know get yourself in the news i can't name one i don't know demi lovato's music i don't know her her they them i don't know and it felt very fake when she did it in the first place it felt fake yeah Al, I don't know if you agree with us or not, or me or not. <laughs> Come on, preacher. Preacher Latham over there. Okay. Come on. <laughs> you better preach. You know what? Yeah, but you know what? Where is the outrage, though? 
everybody. Where is the outrage? Where are the advocates, the gay advocates, the gender pronoun advocates? Where are they? Why is no one speaking against her blatant disrespect and disregard on the issue of gender pronouns? Where is the outrage? Everything else we see going on out here, there's always outrage. But this celebrity right here can bounce in between being binary, non-binary, playing with this, and no one is holding her accountable. It's time for someone to step in this space and tell her that she is making it worse for everybody else. And then, you know what, Aaron, then to refer to it as tiresome. Oh, it was right. tiresome. It was like, okay, you you jumped into, nobody asked you to jump into this. And then for you to just dismiss it so much, oh, it was tiresome. It felt like she thought she was going to get, jump in this, right? Jump in this fight and then get the protections that are offered for truly people that really are non-binary trans that actually deal with it. Because there is a, a quick uh, quickness in society for the most part now to be sensitive, right? But that's like the proper thing to do. So she jumped in to get those protections because then you can't criticize her. And then she jumped on out and left y'all hanging. But she so didn't get her desired result. Yeah. She didn't get it. And yeah. and, and, I, and I, it was ridiculous when she did it in the first place. And it's twice as ridiculous now. So <laughs> they, they, them, her, she, Lovato. All right. A chemical engineer, uh, engineering professor at Penn State was arrested Okay, after he was caught performing sexual acts with his dogs to blow off steam. What do you guys usually do to blow off steam? I don't think it involves blowing a dog. He actually, I think, blew a dog. With his mouth? No, no, no. I don't think that was it. I think he he had sex with the dog. He penetrated the dog? Al, let me have my fantasy. <laughs> I can't imagine that a dog performing oral sex on you could be anything comfortable, fun, or anything. I no, I thought he—I thought he was rocking the mic of the dog. That's what I thought. But okay, if you have some other facts, please. No, 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 no. He was—he was penetrating the dog. Is oh. how I interpret it. And, and let me tell you what made this disgusting, sick, and inhumane. The dog was handicapped. It only had one eye. That's number one. Number two, he had been doing it, documented for at least 10 years. A colleague, I think we need to set up a GoFund account for this colleague and an anoplasty. No. The dog was handicapped. Is... The dog was handicapped on top yes, of everything. He raped a blind dog, a blind yeah. colleague. No, one-eyed. Yeah, one-eyed. Oh, one-eyed collie. He raped a one-eyed collie. Uh-huh. Now, this is something that Peter should be all over instead of Pete Davidson, not saying that they shouldn't be over Pete Davidson, but wouldn't this be a good example where Peter should be stepping in and being very vocal about a one-eyed dog getting pumped in the booty? And here's the thing, right? Minus the pumped in the booty part, he's a relatively handsome man and a college professor who's been working since 1991. He got a coin. He could have come laid, he could have came and laid up with me. <laughs> <Hell. laughs> Listen, Professor Daddy, we could have did any other wrong. <laughs> bitch, if you wanted me to bark like a dog, didn't they make uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway bark like a dog and come into America? Maybe he could have came to Miami Beach. Okay. Woo! <laughs> and leave a check on the you night. Gonna let him pump you in the booty? Huh? If you the price is, if the price is right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Q, now yes. you're 
Here's your, mo- here's your moment. Why don't you give us the top three or the top five reasons why he should have messed with you instead of the one-eyed collie? You wouldn't be in jail, number one. Number two, you still have your job. And number three, baby, what I got can't be duplicated, replicated, and or denied, okay? <laughs> yes, God, honey, it'll change your life. Uh, <laughs> this stuff I got over here, baby, this this is good stuff, baby. What, what, uh, this is what they said in... Um, uh, 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 for colored girls who committed suicide with a rainbow is enough. When somebody almost walked off with all of my stuff, this is some delicate leg and some. <laughs> I gotta have to give to the man of my choice. That's for the poor at Loyettes out there. All you, you other girls and and Claudia, you have white. You don't know about for colored girls who commit <laughs> with a rainbow is enough. But I'd have gave him this poetry puss. Okay, let me. He'd have still had his job. He'd have had good loving. And I'd have been over here paid and, uh, and understand how that, because he's a chemical engineer. I don't understand how the protons interact with the neutrons. <laughs> We'd have had it going on right here. We'd have had it all go, We'd have had it all going on. That's so sick. He could have put a leash around my neck and called me Peter. He could have called oh, me Lassie. He could have called me Benji. He could have he called me Fido. He could have called me all them things. Woo! Put the money on the nightstand. Okay. You guys asked for this. Coming up next, a lawyer is facing some serious drug charges, and later, Louis Vuitton uh, Little Design is making headlines. Stay tuned. How you bark again, Funky? Funny. (laughs) Put the money on the night. Welcome back to TJF Soulmates. We see you on the chat. We understand there's some glitches and we are working on it to give you a better viewing experience. We are getting it together. Okay, we are sorry. Okay, y'all. Uh, are y'all craving something fresh, delicious, and easy for springtime meals? Try Wild Grain and get their baked from frozen sourdough bread, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries delivered right to your door. Wild Grain is the first ever baked from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Now, unlike typical supermarket bread, wild grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Now, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, and you'll never run the risk of getting bored with wild grain because they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time specials to try. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good at the same time. All you got to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash T, that's T-E-A, and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. Now, it's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash T. That's T-E-A, to start your subscription. You heard me, croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash T-E-A. That's wildgrain.com slash T, or you can use promo code T, T-E-A, at checkout. Fellas, how are y'all enjoying your wild grain? Al, I know you love you love some free food now. 
You know, that's right. You know what, Claudia, what I learned that I'm really starting to enjoy about wild grain. Number one, it's real sourdough in the bread. Number two, they support small bakeries. They support small bakeries. So the, the bread that we receive comes from small bakeries, which means that we're supporting small business owners, which I love. Not to mention that the hand cut fresh pasta is absolutely the best and they have also very clean ingredients which makes me understand that i'm also eating very healthy with wild grains Love all right them. q i know you come home from a wild night out in the town painting the town red out there um how do you feel about wild grain you know, I love wild grain, and you're absolutely right. It's great for me to eat the next morning after my wild nights. But listen, this weekend, I'm doing a Juneteenth party. Y'all know black people love bread. I'm trying to be fancy. I've got two loaves of the sourdough in my freezer right now, and I'm going to bake it and slice it and have butter waiting with my little charcuterie plate. So I can't wait this weekend. I love it. I know my friends are going to love it. And guys, I mean... The way they send it in the box with the different products that you can choose, it's just literally great to have on hand and having your freezer for dinner or social gatherings like my Juneteenth party I'm about to have. Thank you so much. Promotional considerations brought us by Wild Grain. All right, let's get back to some topics. And soulmates, if you're having issues with the glitches, there are no issues if you go over and watch it on Tubi. You can watch it on the Foxhole app and all the other streaming platforms you can find us on and you will get the show. And I'm hearing that it's fine. They're saying that. On the, on the chat. All right, y'all. A British lawyer was arrested for allegedly trying to buy drugs from clients that he represented on drug dealing charges. The lawyer, Henry Hendron, was caught messaging the two men on his cell phone and asking them to buy methamphetamine. Now, the judge told Hendron, you were messaging a client of yours who was later to face uh, court proceedings for supply of drugs. You were encouraging him to supply you with drugs, then went to court to represent him. Can you believe the audacity out? Can you believe this? I do, I do. Listen, this is a lawyer in Britain that had been charged and convicted of three DUIs, arrested for the death of his 18 year old boyfriend a couple of years ago, suspended for three years in 2016, suspended again in 2019, and then reprimanded in, 2020, reprimanded in 2021 during this incident for practicing while suspended. Listen, come on, Britain. I don't know who this guy knows or what's going on, but he needs to be disbarred. He needs to check into rehab and he needs to go straight to jail. All right. Q, what do you think of this, this bold lawyer? when you want some hair, don't you go to the hair store? Okay. <laughs> when you want some milk, don't you go to the grocery store? If that man wanted some drugs, it seemed to me he would go to the people who got it, okay? And, and listen, I ain't mad with him because these days with all this fentanyl and stuff that they put in the drugs, he went to who he... He went to where he knew it was good. If I'm representing you and I got these papers, I, you know, I know what all you got and what you don't got. And if you got what I need, then hell, we, they probably worked out some type of deal where he knocked off his feet for... <laughs> a bag or whatever his drug of choice was. I ain't mad with him. And, and, and here's my other thing. If he ain't went to jail and been disbarred for all the other stuff that he did up until now, I don't think he should be disbarred for that. As a matter of fact, they should do like you do in corporate America. If you go to work drunk or you go to work high and you tell them people that you got an alcoholic problem, they got to send you to employee assistance. They should send him to employee assistance because he has a problem. 
Jude, you sound crazy. This is a lawyer, bro. He can't be doing this. Years I'm, and years. It's a health problem. It's a it's years. a health. We all know addiction is a health problem. He needs employee assistance. <laughs> no, nah, he needs to go to jail. You can't what? kill your eighteen year old boyfriend doing drugs. You have a long it, history with drugs. It's got. I think to, the the theme of tonight's show is definitely audacity. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> thousand percent audacity. Like you're the lawyer representing them in drug charges, but you like, hey man, you got that hair on. I think it's hilarious. All right, y'all, coming up next, Louis Vuitton's newest yet smallest creation is going viral. And later, we have may have found the female version of Nick Cannon. Keep it locked. Welcome back and shout out to our soulmates that are riding with us through the storm. It's not Fox. So there's some issue with YouTube. So it is not us. It's them. It, collectively, we saying not me, girl, not us, girl. It's not us. It ain't Fox. Soul. Okay. Uh, okay. But make sure you catch the replay tomorrow and you should be good. All right. Uh, the creative uh, collective responsible for the viral big red boots in Little Nas X's blood infused sneakers is back with its newest antic. A Louis Vuitton handbag <laughs> that can only be seen under a microscope. This is <laughs> the bag, which is smaller than a grain of salt, is set to go up for auction soon. Q, I know you're a fashionista and you bought them raggedy homeless sneakers, well, unhoused sneakers that had the dirt all over them. Uh, what are you, are you putting your bid in for this bag? Is this something that you're going to get because you into fashions? Absolutely not, because my money ain't big enough to fit in that little bag. Because you know that, but you know the bag is gonna go for some crazy ass numbers. But believe it or not, I was having uh, lunch today with uh, two a stylist and a buyer, and they informed me that hot couture. Am I saying it right? Hot, hot couture. I always tear that word up. I okay, that word up. they told me that hot couture starts <laughs> at a hundred thousand dollars. And then she showed me a Gucci cape that was made for a woman that was $150,000 for one piece. I told her I didn't understand it, but hey, to each its own. I think that this is going to be one of those pieces that goes for it. And listen, they did the blood infused sneakers. They did the big boots thing. Now they're doing this. I am loving this gimmick based fashion company. It ain't for me. I can't afford it. I'd be too busy that I I drink too much. That thing would have ended up in my margarita. But hey, if, if you can afford it, have at it. Okay. Al, what do you think about this? Look, all I heard was the word auction house. And you know I got my auctioneer license, so I think I'm going to march right over there to Jupiter Auction House, which is where it's going to be auctioned, and that is Pharrell's auction house, and try to see if I can get a job. Because, look, you know, the last – I don't know if y'all remember this because I've been studying auctioneer. Uh, he won the bid for Jacob and Company, that nerd brain pendant chain that auctioned off for $2.some million a couple of years ago. Well, as an auctioneer, if you're head of that auction, you get a percentage of the sale. So say it was 10%, I would have made $200,000 if I auctioned off something for um, Pharrell at Jupiter Auction House. Wow, I didn't know auctioneers got a percentage. They, it makes sense because you, you are responsible of getting the people like, I mean, you get them hyped up. Like, so you, know. you get a percentage of, in an auction, if you sell 30 things that day, you get a percentage of everything? 
That's right. Depends on how you how you do the contract, but that's one of the reasons I got into it. Oh, so that, that you know, it, sale, yeah. It, it, it's so funny because I love having conversations with people now about untraditional jobs that people don't have to go to college for, or these jobs that you did not know made a lot of money and soulmates. That that's actually good to know because unlike realists, unlike a sales job, when you're an auctioneer, you don't have to sell anything. The people are coming to buy. Right. They they are coming with their checkbooks. Um, yeah. Brandon McLean in the chat says heart is actually pronounced oats like oats couture. Oh, I don't butcher that word up. So oh, I'll tow it up. I thought it was heart. <laughs> All right, y'all. Reality star Lyrica Anderson posted the following question on social media: How long after meeting someone are you supposed to have sex? Let's start with Funky. How you know what? Uh, soulmate, I'm about to cuss out Claudia and because we're looking at the television talking about let's start with Funky. Why y'all start with me? Why are you cussing me out? That's right. this is the problem. Contract to read. Don't be mad at me because y'all read. More, you more season and Al go both ways. I'm pretty but you sure y'all got more, you I'm sure y'all got more experience than I do. And more experience is more season. Okay. And want to go to me first, honey. You, okay, you, listen. You the one. Listen. Go ahead. Now, if you get down the way I get now, I'm grown. I... <laughs> See? I say whenever you feel the spirit, I'm, you know, all that 30 days, 90 days, it depends on what your intentions are. I mean, quiet as it's kept since y'all want to go to me first. It's people I don't met down to the bar with the Honda cars being I took their ass in the bathroom after that. Okay? That's just me. Sometimes I be living life dangerously on the edge. Okay. When the margaritas kick, when the margaritas kick. But listen, as a grown person, whenever you want. Um, I, I have had long-term intimate partners that we've hooked up on the first day. I've, I've had people that I waited that I should have hooked up with on the first day because they wasted my damn time. It's really about the vibe. And if you worrying about being judged, you ain't got to tell nobody when you hooked up with somebody. It's a, it's, it's, it's about the vibe. And I think grown people, all this, a man ain't going to respect you. If you sit on the first day, a boy not going to respect you. Grown people do grown people things and understand what it is. If I want to hunt you on the first day, I'm going to hunt you on the first day. And, and honestly, I don't want to hunt you on the first day. Gigi. I'm very direct with what I want. If I ain't after you like that on the first date, it probably ain't no future for us. Is a date going out to dinner or is it just going to the bathroom at the bar with the Hanukkah Cosby? Like, I'd be wondering about the date. The word date be getting used a little bit too loosely. So, if I met you that night and we tipped off to the bike, that's not a date. That's right. A, you know what I'm saying? But that's an appointment. That's a, right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a rendezvous. That's a rendezvous. That's just a little fool la la, a little yang 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 around the city. But if we spoke before and then we showed up at the bar to hang out, that's a date. Okay. Al, what are your thoughts on this topic? Well, you know, I don't I don't know if I believe Q. It's not whenever you want. It's like actually what you want. You know, there's actually been tons of studies about this. And so one study at Brigham, Brigham Young University says that you should wait, that you should wait three months. And if you delay it, you're going to have a healthy, more positive, more respectful relationship in the long run. Now, there are other studies that say that you should wait three months before you start having sex. 
However, there is a psychotherapist out of California that's like you. And he says that you should actually wait 30 sec, 36 hours of spent time together with a person before you have. Claudia, I need the soulmates. If you screwed your husband or your wife or your current boyfriend the first night you met them, please put what you want them to put, Claudia, in the in the chat. <laughs> uh, put an eggplant. Eggplant in the chat. I'm pretty watch that thing get flooded out with eggplants. So I was married real quick. It was short. It was less than a year. But I think ours was the first time we connected. Like we had our first, we did talk on the phone leading up to that for, for like what a month and a half, whatever. But he asked me to marry him real fast. Um KJ was uh, the third date and we had a good, healthy three-year relationship. We're still really good friends to this day. And my other long-term relationship, it was fairly quickly. We knew what we wanted. I, you know, it's, and I went there with them because I felt comfortable with their spirits. I felt comfortable that they weren't going to throw me away afterwards and I wasn't going to throw them away. You know what I mean? And I do give that advice to my friends like, oh, you should wait, you should wait because I don't really know them and I don't have that feeling for them. But I feel like if you feel comfortable with that person and you, oh, there's a lot of eggplants in the chat. We grown and married 24 years. Right. Oh, let me see this person. I, I need to say this person's name. Bryce uh, Gibson married 24 years and did it real quick. So I, I hear a lot of stories of people that go from one night stands to long, healthy marriages that I hear people waiting. I mean, you know, my, one of my last situations, like we knew each other for like 20 years and eight years of leading up to it. And it didn't really last that long. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I actually am turned on by somebody who is secure enough in themselves and mature enough to stand up in a world that says you're supposed to wait and who can own their space and be like, I know what I want. I know who I am. And this doesn't make me less than if I partake in this activity. I like free thinkers like that. You know what I'm I saying? Think it doesn't mean, and it doesn't mean you're promiscuous. It just means you own who you are. You know what you want and what you're about. I agree. And I think it's really disgusting when two people agree to consent to sex quickly. And then after the act, one of them looks down on the other person as they're less than, but you, you as a part of it too. Ideally, we like to wait. I mean, it, it sounds good, but right. realistically, you can't go around doing it with everybody. But look, right. look at L. L. Sex Party Reynolds. I know you are not looking at us with those. Yeah, but when it comes to when it comes I, to something when it comes to something significant and substantial, I mean, I, I'm going to lean closely to the person that makes me wait. But you don't, you don't, you don't, listen, you don't be knowing, you can't predict the future. You don't know if it's going to be significant. There, there have been people that I have linked up with that it literally was supposed to just be like a one night stand type of thing. And then after we did it, that, you know, brought us together. And, 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 and some of them I'm still friends with to this day. You just never know. And here's what I say. Pull your panties to the side. Let them slide through. You know how they say, throw caution to the wind. Throw your legs up in the wind, baby. Just let the cards fall wherever they fall. What y'all say? Order my steps and what God has for me First is all, for me. You, Honey, oh, if you. God you had that man, bring God until your God you. have that man for you and he sent that man your way, you opening up your legs real quick is not going to undo what God has for you. Baby. If that's your husband, that's your husband. <sighs> now we bring in God. Dude, wait a minute. It's a... I'm we sorry. gotta go. Was that clip? We gotta go. Okay. We, we, yeah, we, we will, Al. We're gonna revisit this All at right, another we'll time. Go. I think we need to <laughs> dive deeper into this topic. Coming up next, find out why a mother of nine should appear on the next episode of Maury. We'll be right back. 
Shout out to the soulmates rocking with us in the YouTube chat. We appreciate y'all. We see y'all. Y'all the diehards. We love y'all. All right, welcome back. Now, in a recent episode of Way Up with Angela Yee, a woman called in and confessed that she has nine children and she's not certain about who their fathers may be. One person responded on social media and wrote, bring back shame. Bring back shame. Our grandparents used to go to. Al, let's go to you first. What is your take on this? Should we, do we need to bring back shame? Have we gone too far? I think after our last segment, maybe. Like, not shame, but we need to bring back uh, uh, sex education in schools. I mean, the first thing I thought about was the, the spike in STDs from all these people, because these are the ones that got her pregnant. Think about the ones that she had sex with when she wasn't ovulating. These are the ones that got her pregnant. I just thought it was kind of gross. And I think this leans into the conversation of, I hope that this woman is taking PrEP because PrEP isn't just for gay men. It's also for women who have multiple sex partners that could be exposed to STDs and uh, HIV. Okay. All right. Q, what are your thoughts? I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I don't. And, and, and I hate to even do this to another media colleague of ours, but it to me just feels like a plant to get attention and get some marketing to get some eyeballs on the show. I just, I, I, I honestly do not believe that there is somebody out there with nine children who has absolutely no idea who the father is of all nine and thinks maybe she thinks three of them have the same. I, I just don't believe that if she had two kids, maybe but, but nine, I'm, I'm just not believing that. So I did a lot of um, guest spots for the Maury Povich show. And I used to think that like, oh, there's no way. How can the average person that works in telemarketing or has a regular nine to five job be living like this? Like there's enough of these kinds of people where every single show, there's three people that's like, I don't know who my baby daddy is until I went to the show and I went to the set. I think, sorry, Maury, but I, I think there's a lot of prostitutes on the show. There's a lot of people that are sex workers on the show. There's a lot of people that they get like, that don't have regular traditional lives that kind of just, you know, maybe have some substance abuse. I think there's a lot of people that do that live like that. And I do, they do think it's mixed in with people that are, that are capping. You want to know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell all my little business. Uh, some of the safest sex I ever had is with the sex workers. Okay. You know what? If do you have something you want to get off your chest about? No, because you know, you know, I, I know, I know a couple of, I know a couple of the girls that work in the sex business, and believe it or not, because they work in that business and they're just churning them out, they actually practice very safe sex. It's okay. very rare that you will find. I mean, even down to oral, they do oral with a condom. It's very rare that you don't don't, don't y'all don't think the sex workers be out there tooting it and booting it without protection. No, they hunching so many people, they actually use protection and it's the only way. So I, I don't know about the sex worker thing. I'm At thinking the, the, ones the drug I addicted know. ones. Maybe the okay. drug addicted, you know what I mean? The ones that have substance abuse problems, you know? Hey, I, I never could wrap my mind around the concept of, of oral sex with a condom. Have y'all done that before? You suck on three, four, seven of them a night. Absolutely. Um, in Amsterdam, when you buy sex workers in Amsterdam on the strip, they they perform more sex with a condom. 
Okay, well, this is not in my league. So listen, I want to remind y'all, TGIF starting next Tuesday will be on five days a week. Please tell a friend and subscribe. Tell your friend to tell a friend and, and make sure you spread the word. I want to thank my amazing co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining, of course, doing their thing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Black Water Horse Movies tonight. Catch it on our YouTube channel and website. See you next week as we kick off our five days a week. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day. Y'all be good out there. And if you are going to give head, do it with a condom, I guess. I guess. Oh, I also want to. I also want to thank Erica Page for the birthday cash app. Thanks to Claudia and also Destiny Forever. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs>